Sensible Chat, the podcast committed to helping you learn positive money mindsets, destroy debt, reduce financial stress, and break the paycheck-to-paycheck cycle. Right now, let's get to the fiscal fiduciary, the beast of budgeting, the curator of cash. Here is Sensible Bobby. Thanks, Scott, and welcome to a very special edition of Sensible Chat. Happy 4th of July, Independence Day. Never before has Independence Day meant as much to me as it does today. Everything that we have been through this year in 2020 has really put in clear view how important financial freedom is and how devastating it is when you don't have choices. There are so many people right now that are afraid to go to work afraid to go out, afraid to do a lot of things, but they don't have a choice. They have to go to work because if they don't, they won't be able to pay their rent. They won't be able to put food on their table. That is a horrible feeling. I know that feeling. I have been there. It's scary. It's angering. It's devastating. But it is reality And it is up to us as individuals to change that. And the great news is that we have the power to change that. That's part of what the freedom in our country provides us. We have the freedom to change our lives. But you have to be willing to sacrifice. So first, let's talk about what financial freedom is. To me, financial freedom means that I can make a decision not based on how much money is in my pocket, but what is best for my family and for me. That is where I want to be. I've come a long way in getting there. There was a time when I didn't have anything near financial freedom. I had a mound of debt on top of me, and every day I felt like I was a slave to the job and a slave to my creditors, and I hated it. It was scary because I always wondered what was going to happen if I lost my job. It was devastating because I didn't know what to do about it. I didn't know how to get out from under it, and I thought things were always going to be this way, and you know what? I hated my life. Really, truly, I hated my life. But once I found that light at the end of the tunnel and I knew that there was a way to get out from under it, man, hope springs eternal. And I got to tell you, it changed my outlook on everything right away. It took me several years after that to get out of debt. But I was able to keep going because I had the hope and I was gaining the confidence and I had a plan out in front of me that said, yeah, if I keep following this, I'm going to get there. And I saw myself walking down the road and I saw myself getting closer and closer and closer to that goal. So I knew it was achievable. And you know what? It was. It is. I did it. I'm out of debt. Now, That doesn't mean that I'm financially free because now I'm building my financial foundation so that if I was to get laid off, 
I would be okay without the job for a while. If something happens to my car, I can deal with it and not go back into debt. If something medically happens, I can deal with that. I'm building that right now, and it's a great feeling, and I'm making big strides. I'm not there yet. So, for that reason, I have not quit the job that was the whole reason that I wanted to get out of debt in the first place. Because now I can see beyond the debt. That's the first step, and it was a huge step. But I need to be at the point where I'm not putting myself in financial peril by taking a job that pays less. And enough less that I can only barely make ends meet because now I'm back to the situation of okay, if something unexpected comes up, what am I going to do? I don't want that. So the next question is, what are you willing to give up for financial freedom? And right now, I am willing to give up going after another job that pays less just to get out of a job that I'd rather not be doing today. The other things I'm willing to give up for financial freedom are some of my spending habits. Scott and I have really become focused on saving as much money as we possibly can because of the things we want to accomplish. Because we do want to achieve financial freedom, and that means having more money behind us so that we can make decisions not based on the job, not based on the income of today. But based on the resources that we have in our hands that can sustain us long term. So, what am I willing to give up for that? I'm willing to give up going out to eat as much as I used to. I'm willing to give up going out for drinks with friends as much. Instead, we go over to each other's houses. I'm not willing to cut out a social life completely, but I'm willing to make other choices that cost less. In the name of my long-term financial freedom, because that's huge for me right now. So you really need to think about what you're willing to give up, because if it's just something that you think would be nice, it's not going to be enough to motivate you to make the changes in your life and in your budget that you need to make in order to accomplish the financial freedom. So you really have to think about your goals and what you're willing to give up for them. Now, for me, planning has been a huge part of this, and that goes back to the budget because budgeting is planning. And I certainly was not always a planner, but I've seen the benefits of it, the peace that comes with it, the freedom of time and money, and I have more choices, more things I can take advantage of now because of the planning. Before, I was very reactive. Instead of being proactive, and I never understood what that meant. But being proactive means planning out your life.、Now、I'm not saying you're planning every detail. Nobody can do that, and there's always going to be things that are going to come along and trip up the way you thought things were supposed to go. But your plan should have a little stretch room for that. So you plan the way you want things to go. And then have a contingency plan for the inevitable when they don't go the way that they should have. Now, as I said earlier, COVID has completely put this topic front and center for many. So, ask yourself the question: Are you as free as you want to be? And if you're not, what can you do to get there? Now, we've already talked about giving up certain things. What you're willing to give up for financial freedom? But let's talk about how you actually can work towards financial freedom. 
It's been interesting to me to work with clients who have had to make a complete mindset change in order to be successful with their budget. Because the mindset for a lot of people is to go out and spend having no clue what you have and then letting the chips fall where they may after the fact. It's hard in that mindset to wrap your head around a budget and how that's going to help you because a lot of people think about the budget almost like a tracking device. They think if they're tracking their spending, then they're budgeting, but they can't understand why they're still overspending because they're tracking it, right? So that should be enough. So the mindset of a budgeter is to plan before you spend. Tracking is great. It's very important. But by the time you're tracking, it's history. There are two pieces to budgeting, okay? You have the planning and the execution. And if you don't do both, it's not going to work. So you have to plan out your spending. That is the budgeting piece of it. You have a spending plan. You create that from your paycheck, Here's how much my paycheck is going to be. Here's how much I'm allotting to each category. Groceries, rent, electricity, eating out, whatever it is, whatever your categories are. Because when you put it down on paper, you can see what you have to work with. That's why we do a zero-based budget. Because it's not possible to spend more than you have unless you want to keep going into debt. And if you're budgeting and if you want to achieve financial freedom, you can't keep spending more than you have, right? So the zero-based budget makes it so that you have a plan for every dollar that is coming in to your bank account. And if you can have the mindset of a budgeter, which is planning before you spend, then you have plotted out all that money into the separate categories so that when you go to a store or you get ready to shop online or wherever you're going to spend money, you can very simply look at your budget and say, do I have enough in the category I'm getting ready to spend from? Let's take groceries because that's an easy one. Do I have enough money in my grocery category to cover all the groceries that I am getting ready to buy? If I don't, then I have to make a decision. Is it more important for me to get everything that's on my grocery list, even if it goes over the amount I have in my category? Or can I cut some of those out because they're not that important and I need to stay within my budget? If you decide that everything on your list is important enough that you are going to buy that, even though it's more than what you have in your grocery category, then you have to figure out where else you can get more money to put into the grocery category in order to cover what you're about to spend. Because again, we only have a set amount of money, right? If you go negative, you are spending more than you have. Now, there are other categories. So let's say that you still have money in your gasoline category and you have enough in there that you could transfer some of that into your grocery category and it would be enough to cover your entire grocery bill. Okay, great. Except that before you do that, you need to think about what that's gonna do to your gasoline category. Does that leave you enough in the gasoline category to get the amount of gas you need for you to travel wherever you need to go until you get more money? That is the mindset of a budgeter. 
You have to plan the spending before you actually spend. Because if you don't, you are going to find the tracking afterwards very stressful because you're going to have negative categories. And now it's already done. You're going to have to cover that money from somewhere, be it the gasoline category, even if it doesn't leave you enough to drive your car because that money's already been spent. You can't take it back. So that's what you need to be mindful of when you're making your spending decisions. So the planning of the budget is one thing, but the execution is just as important. And if you can do those both together, you're going to be successful in budgeting. And because of that, you're going to work toward financial freedom because the more you do that, the more you're really going to hone in on what's important to you to spend and what's not. And one of these categories should always be savings so that you are putting money aside toward your financial freedom. So think about that too, because if you decide to pull money out of that savings account to cover that grocery bill, you have gone one step back in your quest for financial freedom. So it has to be important enough to you. It goes back to what are you willing to give up for financial freedom? If those groceries are important enough, you need to spend that money. But understand that every decision you make has a consequence, whether it's good or bad. You know, a lot of times when I say that word consequence, it's taken as a negative and it's not meant that way. A consequence is nothing more than a result. Every time you make a decision, be it positive or negative, it's going to result in something. So you just have to look at that result. What is going to be the result of my spending and is that positive or negative? And nobody else knows that but you. There is so much shame around money and the decisions that we make with it. And we look at other people and see what they're doing. And then we feel bad about what we're doing. Stop, stop, stop. This is about you. This is about what you want to spend. This is about how you want your life to be. Because financial freedom means that you get to make the decisions. Nobody else has a right to tell you how to spend your money. Nobody else has the right to tell you how to spend your time. But the exchange of time and money makes it so that many times we don't feel like we have those choices. So every time you make a decision about how you spend your money, know that you're making a decision too about how you spend your time. Now with freedom comes responsibility. So you have the freedom to spend your time and your money any way you want. But remember, there is going to be a consequence, a result. Is that good or bad? That's up to you. But Because nobody has a right to tell you how to spend your money, you don't have a right to blame the outcome on anyone else. That doesn't mean that you aren't going to make decisions based on somebody coercing you, letting you down, or anything else of the sort. That happens, and it's a bummer. I know how that is. I co-signed for a friend in my early 20s. She let me down. Is it her fault that my credit was destroyed over it? No. She let me down. That was wrong on her part. But I made the decision to sign my name on the dotted line. I made the decision to be responsible for her in that situation. And then I made the decision 
to try to run from it because I didn't feel it was my responsibility. So in the end, my credit was destroyed because of the choices I made. Now, of course, you're going to make the best decisions that you can based on the information you have today, and sometimes those are going to go awry. We're not talking about fault here. We're just talking about the fact that when you make a decision, you have to take responsibility for the outcome of that decision. Because if you don't, you're not going to learn from it to go forward. If you cannot accept responsibility for the decision that you've made, then you don't own it. And if you don't own it, you don't have control over it, good or bad. So if you want control over the good, you have to be responsible for the bad. And look, everybody makes bad decisions, okay? I have made a ton of them. You can go back and listen to the Financial Horror Story episode and know that I have made every bad financial decision in the book. I am not judging anyone. And again, you have the ultimate say nobody has the right to tell you how to spend your money but you. But by the same token, I am not going to take responsibility for the decision that you made, nor do I want you to take responsibility for the decision that I made. Now, here's another question that goes back to freedom at its very core. What do you believe in? And do you have the resources? This is where financial freedom comes in. Do you have the resources to stand for what you believe in? We all like to say, this is what I would do in this situation. And, oh, this person is making the wrong call. And why are they, you know, acting this way or that way? They should stand up. But man, when you get into certain situations and it's your livelihood or your value system, that's a tough place to be. I think we all want to stand for our values. But when you're worried about your livelihood, it puts you in a very precarious situation. And that, for me, is another reason why I desire, I must have financial freedom. Because I don't ever want to be in a situation where I have to put my values second to my livelihood. But if I could go back and change a lot of the choices that I made in the past, financially speaking, I'd be a lot closer to the financial freedom that made me secure that I would never have to put my value system second. That time is gone. I can't do anything about the past, but I can certainly use that going forward and think about all of my dollars and how they are used and how important it is to use them in the way that is going to benefit your life in the best possible way. I believe that everyone has what it takes to achieve financial freedom. It's inside of us. It's not about how much money you have today. It is about what you do with that money, how you strategize with it, how you use it to change your life today, tomorrow, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day. So you have what it takes to achieve financial freedom. Do you want it bad enough? That's the question. And if you don't, that's fine. Again, no right or wrong answers here. You can choose whatever outcome you want, but you have to be responsible for that choice. I played the victim for years, blaming my financial misery on other people and other things and other circumstances and everything else but me. And nothing ever changed for me until I realized that I had to stop being a victim. Because if I attributed my life and my current situation to other people and other things, 
That meant I had no control. And that may make you feel better in the short run because, oh, it wasn't my fault. I get that. I get that. Nobody wants to feel like something was their fault. But look, we're not talking about anybody else. We're talking about you and the mirror. Stand in front of the mirror right now and say, I take responsibility for the financial decisions I have made that were not in the best interest of me and my family. I take responsibility for that now and I make a choice to make better decisions going forward because I have the power. Nobody else has the power. If you are a victim, okay, sure, somebody else caused your problem today. But that means somebody else is in control of your tomorrow. That is not true. You have control over your tomorrow. And I challenge you right now to take that control. Take control of your tomorrow. Stand in the mirror. Accept responsibility for where you are today, good, bad, or indifferent. Accept that responsibility and know that you have the power and the fortitude to go forward and make it better tomorrow. And if you fail again tomorrow, then look in the mirror and go, okay, I failed again, but there's another day after that. And oh, by the way, this is what I learned from that failure. And this is gonna help me going forward because I know for sure I'm not making that mistake again. You guys, I almost wear my failures as a badge of honor because they taught me so much. How do you learn unless you fail? So if you're saying to me that none of this is your fault and this all came from outside sources, then I say I feel sorry for you because you haven't had the opportunity to learn from your failures. I will tell you all day long about my failures and I will also tell you what I learned from them. We all have failures. We all have challenges. We all have success stories. So you know what? Let's bring those all together and let's work together to find better ways and a better path and a faster path and a happier path toward financial freedom. Start on your journey today. And if you need help getting started or you want somebody to lead you through the process or you just want somebody to walk with you as accountability partner, get in touch with me. I am here. I am happy to help. And I want to be part of your journey. If nothing else, I want to hear about your journey. I want to hear about your successes and yes, your failures and what you learned from it and what you're doing to make your path easier, faster, better. Let's work together to achieve financial freedom. All my contact info is available at sensiblechat.com. That's sensible with a C. And I really encourage you to reach out to me and let's chat. Happy 4th of July. Happy Independence Day. And remember, budgeting isn't hard. It's just math. Changing your mindset is what takes more work. But if you want to achieve financial freedom... This is your first step. So let's get going. Remember, do the math, live the life. That does it for this episode of Sensible Chat with your host, Sensible Bobby. Links for all the resources mentioned can be found in the show notes for this episode at sensiblechat.com. That's sensible with a C. While you're there, find your favorite app to be sure and never miss a show. On social media, look for us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you need help with your budget or want to share your thoughts, reach out to Sensible Bobby through the contact page at sensiblechat.com. That's sensible with a C. 